Hi guys, and welcome to the LifeWorks podcast and YouTube channel. So excited to have you here. My name is Nicholas Kopenbarger, and this week I want to share with you something so powerful that you can implement this week and every week beyond this week. You know, we're coming to the end of 2020 and about a month, a little over a month left. Today's the 23rd of November. And I'm telling you, if you can get a hold of these three aspects of your life and you can start improving and growing and developing them with a faith-based foundation, then you're going to find yourself going to 2021 with such momentum and strength and integrity of heart. So let's dive right on in. Let me share my screen here with you. All right, here we go. Challenge this week, three main areas of your life to thrive in. Number one, take care of your body. Number two, feed your mind. And three is strengthening your spirit. Strengthening your spirit. So number one, take care of your body. This one's really simple, and I had a couple practical tips to cover with you. Depending on whether you are an athlete normally or whether you are even exercising on a regular basis uh, or not, you know, these are going to be powerful points. And number one, I want to share with you is move your body at least 30 minutes a day. I remember the beginning of March this year, I committed to walking every single day at least one mile. And as a base goal and as a base habit, that was powerful. For me, getting outside, number one is the sunlight. It's so much better than artificial light, and it, we're designed to receive sunlight. So if you're stuck in a cubicle or stuck at home and working inside or indoors all the time, where you wake up, you get in your car, you walk 10, 10 feet to your car, you get in your car, you drive to work, or you know you don't have to drive to work and you just simply stay inside all day long. I want to encourage you: get out, move your body. And if, if it's something like walking a mile a day, I think it took me on average about 17, between 15 and 17 minutes to walk. And that was pretty leisurely. So set a standard for your own life. What is it going to be for you? And then commit to it. The second one is sleep. Sleep is so simple. Uh, but oftentimes I find that people will end up using the weekends to catch up or they will exhaust their weekends, meaning they'll stay up super late on Friday and Saturday nights and try to get home you know, to bed early on Sunday, Sunday evening to wake up Monday morning with a little bit of a hit, right? Trying to get back into the routine. It's just hard. So I want to encourage you, stay consistent. Find something that works for you in terms of your sleep schedule and then stay consistent. Your body will, will love you for it. And uh, highly encourage that. So powerful to do that. Number three is eat a little better than you normally would. Okay, a couple of simple points would be drinking water. Get enough water in your system. I have my coffee cup here right now, and I usually have coffee in it or tea, but today I've just been drinking water. Or coconut water is a great one as well. Get hydrated right when you wake up in the morning. Green juice, I know, is a big one, a big deal for a lot of people as well. Clean yourself you know, out and really alkalize your system. So find what works for you, but do something that's a little better than you normally would. Improve that area. So we got your 
body, moving your body could be simple, like walking every day or doing a quick workout, getting outside, get some sunlight. Number two is sleep. Sleep during the week. Have a consistent schedule that you can commit to, and especially on the weekends. You know, don't necessarily go over, all over the place with your weekends and find yourself Monday morning having to catch up all week long. And then number three is eat a little better than you normally would. So instead of reaching for that candy bar, you know, reach for a fruit or a vegetable. Get some more fibrous foods in your diet, higher in nutrition, and also make sure you stay hydrated. Hydration is one of the key components to a healthy life. And I love that scripture down at the bottom. It says 1 Corinthians 6.19. It says this, don't you realize that your body is the temple of the Holy Spirit who lives in you and he was given to you by God? You do not belong to yourself. Well, that's a sobering statement. The truth is we don't belong to ourselves. God purchased us with his own blood on that cross and our body is a temple. It's a place for the Holy Spirit to dwell. So take care of your body. Take care of your body. That's number one. Number two, numero dos, feed your mind. Okay, this is so important. It really is the foundation to an attitude and a healthy attitude. You've probably heard that quote. Your attitude determines your altitude. Well, it's true. It's true. Your, your attitude is going to determine a lot in your life. And I want to encourage you, good input will determine good output. If you can focus on having good input through your reading, love that picture of the little baby reading a book. That if you can focus on good input through reading, through good conversations, through listening, you know, what are you listening to on a regular basis? What are you choosing to listen to? And then last but not least is, is really focusing on you know, the ear gate, the eye gate, uh, what are you listening to? What are you taking in as a whole? You have audiobooks as well, um, good conversations. I encourage you to read a book called As a Man Thinketh by James Allen. You can find it online for free, a PDF version of it. Um, you can also buy it on Amazon um, with the link in the bio. But the, the reality is, if you can focus on having good input, and as best you can control the input that's coming into your mind and make sure that that's a good, that it's good input, you're going to find your life is going to go to a whole nother level. You're going to find life just is, life's just better when, when we feed our mind good input. Philippians 4.8 is the scripture I have on this one. And it says this, finally, brethren, whatever is true, whatever is honorable, whatever is just, whatever is pure. Whatever is lovely, whatever is commendable, if there's anything excellent, if there's anything worthy of praise, think on these things. So it's really about focus, guys. If we can focus our mind on feeding our mind what, what is good, then our brain, everything else about our life is going to go, again, to that next level. Feed your mind. Last but not least, strengthen your spirit. In fact, I share this one last because it is the most important one. If you, could, if you could have this one area of your life being strengthened every single day, it is the one thing that will transform and impact every other area of life in the greatest way. Let me tell you why. 
The reason why that's true is because when we look at our world, the universe, according to God's word, everything that was made, everything that's physical was created from that which is spiritual. Case in point, Genesis. In the beginning, God, spirit, he spoke and he created the world. He created the natural world. And for six days, he continued creating with his words he spoke. And his words had creative power. Just like our words have creative power. When we speak things, that's an expression of our inner spirit, of our heart, our heart speaking and bringing forth. So I want to encourage you, you know, this is a, a way that I've discovered how to strengthen my spirit. And all I did was look at the basics, you know, the basics of fundamental principles to strengthening our spirit, according to God's word. So number one is focusing the mind and the body and making sure that the mind and body are subject to and submitted to the spirit. The Bible says that the spirit and the flesh, they're at enmity with one another. They, they war against one another. In other words, the mind and the body have a mind of their own. They want to do their own thing while the spirit, our spirit man and God's spirit want to go another direction. The spirit of God brings life and life in abundance. So it's a little bit upside down and backwards. We live in a material world, but we're having a physical experience as, as spiritual beings. So I crammed this acronym and getting the basics of prayer, getting the basics of the word, and getting the basics of meditation. So if you look at that gentleman there, he's praying, right? Number one is prayer. If you have a timer, if you want to set time aside in the mornings or a specific uh, moment in the morning where you just get aside, you pray, you talk to God, you're honest, and you're worshiping God in your spirit and in truth. It's about dropping out of the mind and the body and dropping into the spirit. So prayer, number one. W is for the word. I love drinking a little bit of coffee or some kind of tea when I'm reading the word. And I love doing it right after I pray. Because when I pray, I feel like my mind and my heart and my body are primed and ready. They're, they're brought back into submission so that I can focus and be attentive to God's word. And God always speaks. His word is always speaking. So word. Spend some time, 5, 10, 20, 30 minutes every single day getting in the God's word. I'll tell you what, that is the strongest uh, word that you can build your life on. Any other word that comes from the news, words that come from people, they don't have as much integrity. Not that they're, they're bad, they're just almost secondhand. If they're good, good words, they're secondhand life. And I want to encourage you to have firsthand experience with God's word and his life that comes from his word. The Bible says the word of God is like fresh bread. It's like manna. And I, I think of it like dough almost because when you get the word in you, it's like you're, you're an oven for the word. And it takes a little while for it to cook and heat up. And that comes to our last point, which is R. And R stands for reflect. Reflect is another word for meditation. In the Bible, the word meditation literally takes from this point of uh, like a picture of a cow eating grass and chewing the cud, chewing the grass. 
What's interesting about cows is they actually have four stomachs. And what they'll do is they'll, they'll chew the grass, they'll eat the grass, it'll go into one stomach, and they will actually have it come back up to chew on it even more, to break it down even more. And they'll do that continually. And it's, it's this picture of having God's word come into your spirit, into your heart, into your mind, and then drawing it back up again to think about it, chew on it, reflect upon it, and then let it go back down and settle and then come back up again and reflect and meditate on that. And the Bible says to do that day and night, day and night. I wonder what meditation you have right now or the last meditation that God had for you through his word and through prayer. You know, mine as of this morning was the fact of being a son who honors my mom and my, my dad, honoring my parents. And the promise of that is that life will go well with you. It says that a wise son makes a glad father, but a foolish son is the grief of his mother. So I want to be aware of that in my own life. And that's what I've been reflecting on, bringing back up. Well, okay, God, how can I honor my parents even more so? That's a quick example. But what is it for you? And being in the word long enough to get a word you can reflect on to have something that you can meditate on in the morning, maybe even in the afternoon, and then in the evening. There's many different ways you can do this, but the basics are the basics. It's getting prayer, time alone with God to talk and be authentic with him, getting in the word, building your life on God's word, and equipping your own life. The Bible says the word of God is like this. It's the sword of the spirit, and it's by God's word that Jesus fought the devil when he was tempted after 40 days in the desert, in the wilderness, he said, it is written. He said that three times. So we use God's word, yes, as sustenance, as our daily bread, but we also, it's a powerful defense and offensive weapon uh, in the spirit realm. The Bible says that our, our battle, our wrestle is not against flesh and blood, but against principalities and powers in the spiritual realm. So equip yourself, strengthen your spirit by getting in prayer, having time set aside. And it's as simple as delegating time for that on your calendar. Number two is getting in the word, having that time as well. And number three is reflecting. And that's M-E is for morning and every evening. So it's a cool acronym. It stands for power, power me, power me. It's like hitting the power button on your life. Do it in the morning, do it in the evening. And if you're curious about what the O and the E in P-O-W-E-R, represent. The O could represent overcome, and the E can represent every day, or the enemy. So overcome the enemy, overcome every day. It's a neat little acronym. And again, want to emphasize the spiritual life is the backbone. It is the foundation to every other area of your life. The reason being is because every other area of life will receive the flow that comes from your spirit. Without a spirit, you're just a bunch of cells, a corpse. You're, you're, you're material, you'll fade away. But with your spirit, you're a living, breathing being. God made. Amazing. John 4, 24 says this, God is spirit. And those who worship him must worship in spirit and truth spirit and truth. So there you have it. 
You got strengthening your spirit. Guys, I want to encourage you, commit today, this week, wherever you're at in the week. You can start today. Commit today to take care of your body, to feed your mind, and to strengthen your spirit. If you can commit to improving your life in these three areas, there is so much going on in the world today. And I want to encourage you, you know, if you tend to these area, areas of your own life, with God's help, he will continue to help and support you. And you will become a powerful force of life in your spheres of influence. God is looking for people like you to stand up and say, here I am, Lord, send me. I'm ready because I'm faithful with what you've given to me. I'll finish with this, living in victory. Guys, LifeWorks is about living in victory. It's about thriving in all areas of life. Spiritual, yes, it's the foundation. It's excellent. Your physical life, intellectual, emotional, character, your love life, your family, your social life, your business, your contribution in the marketplace, uh, your finances, your overall quality of life, and your life vision, God's vision for your life. So these areas are really what we dive into and focus on during the LifeWorks programs, curriculum, teachings, trainings, coachings, any area that you are touching base with the LifeWorks family. These are areas we're going to focus on. And in about a week or two, I'm going to be launching a Facebook Live to show a little bit of a overview of these areas and help goal set for the new year so that you can have a really clear foundation, at least your top three priorities in each one of these areas and how to actually execute, actualize these goals. So many people set New Year's resolutions, they set New Year's goals, but they don't accomplish them. And there's, there's a couple reasons why. That's what we're going to be diving into. So stay tuned and it'll be up on Facebook again so that you can get access to it. Uh, the Facebook group is a private group, so you can message me here on Nicholas Kopenbarger. Find me on Facebook, uh, Instagram, nicholas.kopenbarger, and then, uh, again, Twitter, LinkedIn. However you want to find me or connect with me or the team, just reach out. We'll get you connected, and we'd love to continue being a, a service and a guide for you on this journey. You know, my story is that I, I've been doing goal setting, training, personal development for you know, the last 10 years, I'm 26 now is probably 11 years now. So when I was 15, I remember having that epiphany in high school, that if I don't actually commit to and set goals that are worthy of my life, where am I going to end up? You either live by default, or you live by design. That was my revelation. And if I wanted to live in victory, my name means victory for the people. So I really believe at the bottom of my heart that I'm created for your victory. I'm created to support you and guide you on your journey of living a victorious life. If there's been defeat in certain areas, you know, in your mindsets or your emotions or your family and relational areas or business, your spiritual life, getting clarity on your vision and how to move forward with it and God's vision for your life. That's where I am equipped and I'm empowered. That's my superpower. And I love using it to help support God's people. So if that's you, again, you can find us and follow us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, LinkedIn. There's even a TikTok now. So you're welcome to find us there as well. But God bless, guys. Have a great one. If you have any questions, 
let me know. Respond to this on the YouTube channel. You know, find us online. And uh, we're so excited to be here and serve you in these areas of life. God bless. Thank you.